What is up, guys? My name is Josiah. We're here with Preacher Nate, Bishop <laughs> Burdeen. It's always a different we, we switch it up. A different uh, we are two youth pastors living in Tacoma, Washington. Um, youth pastoring at a church called Life Center. Mm-hmm. Um, and decided to start a podcast called The Collab, which you are listening to right now. Um, based from this idea, of there's so many things we can talk about on Sunday morning and Sunday night but we don't always have the chance to or the time to. And so we wanted to create another platform to communicate things that are on our heart um, and just like value transparency, value growth um, and value collaboration. Because I, I believe that's the future of the church. That is the by design, how Jesus has um, designed the church to be like every nation, every tribe, every tongue, every people. Um, and I think in Westernized Christianity, we get into the, us three no more we mm-hmm. get into my church not your church competitiveness mm-hmm. instead of collaboration yeah and so i mean i've seen it within the past couple months just how healthy collaboration is for my own soul and just like feeling like man i mean i can go to the youth ministry down the street i know the youth pastor i know his kids like it's awesome um and so that's why we started it to continue to talk about that hard collaboration um but how are you doing today man how am i today 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 i'm doing good you know, I, I, I've got a morning routine again. Yep. So you ready for this? Here's the morning routine. Here's how Nate Perdeen lives. Okay. Wake up 6.30 on the dot. Don't play with me. Shower. Okay. I have this little app that actually tracks it. Okay. Tracks so, your shower? Yeah. No, not my shower. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, whoa, bro. <laughs> it tracks like the time okay. that, I, uh, that I use in the morning. And so shower, change clothes, and then Bible, and then go over the schedule, Dang. breakfast, make the bed. Peace. Or if I have enough oh. time, I'll watch them skip a Shannon. But it's it's been a game changer. I've done it the last four days. And yeah, it's just it's just better. Cause basically after oh, I had different. COVID, I had COVID yep. in April and it was awful. And I don't know, you haven't had COVID, have you? No. Nope. Okay. But COVID is still out it's there. It's still it's still real. Be I'm safe. Real. Protect yourself. Yeah, protect yourself. <laughs> Mask up if you like. If you don't want to, you should probably mask up. Yep. But all that to be said, um, like, I did not want to get up after that. Yep. And I, like, wasn't even that sick, but I was like, I'm not getting up. And Julia was like, Nate, why are you still in bed at 9 a.m.? <laughs> like, I don't have a meeting until 10. I'll go into work. She's like, get up. Like, get up. Do what you need to do. Do your process. Make your little Chemex coffee, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I hadn't been doing that for, like, three, four weeks. So I finally kind of got back into working out, got back yep. into my routine. And so it's been great. Bro, you're different. Like, that's <laughs> insane. Like, I know you like Nate is it's a couple of things you may not know about Nate. Uh, he is a low-key nerd, uh, loves tech stuff, knows media, knows video, knows the sound, knows everything about all of that world, which is insane. Um, and I think that kind of like leaked over into your personal yes. life to where you're like, wake up 6.30, doom, shower, doom, like read my Bible, like let's yes. do it. Like that's crazy. Like this this morning, like I had, I was playing a tennis match, hello, Ooh. at 6.30 a.m. And so I was like, I get you on the early morning. Yep. But I'm the guy that's like, okay, it takes 15 minutes to get there. Um, I'm going to wake <laughs> up like, in the, this is the morning, yes. morning stuff. I'm going to wake up 10 minutes like because I'm not taking a shower. I'm not getting ready. I'm like, I'll wake up 10 minutes before I have to leave, throw on some shorts and then sleepy drive over to play tennis. Yep. Um, but I was kind of nervous today. Why? Like, because so <laughs> we've been planning 
planning this with a student. He's a freshman. Uh, I won't say his name because, you know. Just, but he's, he's a phenom, isn't he? Yeah, he's a phenom. He does training camps all over the country. His dad was a professional tennis player, coach. Like, <laughs> if you know us, you know who this is. But we ain't going to say it. And so I, I was, was talking to him because he'd been wanting to play me for a long time. And I was like, bro, you're going to roast me. Like, I'm going to get two. I'm going to get two games. Like, so a set is you got to get six, mm -hmm. six games. I'm like, I'm going to lose the set. You're going to get six games. I'm going to get two. Um, so I was kind of nervous, kind of just set myself up like, hey, just get two games. Just get two games. I won the first two games. Uh oh, two zero. And I was like, oh, snap. Uh oh, I got this. I'm in my bag. Got three games. Uh oh, three zero. He's getting mad. Getting angry. I'm like laughing at a 14 year old. <laughs> <laughs> but I was never, I was, I've never been to a tennis camp. Mm. Like I've never traveled. My parents like just like, hey, this is in our blood, take it. <laughs> like I've just done, I've just practiced. <laughs> this like is in our blood, take it's it. in our family. Like everyone plays tennis. You must. But I was never like, I'm going to go to the camp. I'm yeah. going to go to all this stuff. I need a pro lesson. <laughs> never did any of that. But I'm facing a guy who's done all of that. And so I'm up 3-0. I'm like, oh, let's go. I'm screaming at him. And he's yelling at himself. He's like, come on. I'm like, yes, I'm in his head. Yes. Um, he wins two games. Uh -oh. He wins two games. I finish it out. I win 6-2. Oh. Let's go. Hey. I was like, I'm feeling good today. And then we played another set. And his dad comes in, starts watching. He starts hitting hard. And I'm like, bro, this is just because your dad's here. Yeah. And I still beat him. You still beat him? Yeah. Ooh. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Listen, man, I don't care if it's a three-year-old <laughs> or a 14-year-old. You win that game. Also, you know, since we're putting my business on the street, Josiah is the most competitive human I've ever met in my entire life. Like, we could be... Yeah. And Josiah would make a competition at anything. He'd be yeah. like, hey, bro, do you can skip down the road faster than me. Ten Facts. seconds. Go. Facts. He'll skip down. He'll be like, I got you. Let's go. So us, like, us working together is not a good mix because... <laughs> I'm super competitive as well. And so, uh, but I, what I think about when you talk about uh, playing tennis against the person yep. is I always think about like, you're like, you, you trained for this. This yep. is your thing. I always think about basketball. Like if I'm playing against a guy in basketball, that's like a college player. AU. Yeah. AU. Like a hooper hooper. Yep. If I get one point on yep. you, I'm good. I'm like, I barely have a left hand. <laughs> barely. <laughs> Like, I just gave you a secret, so you can't be against me no more. But, like, I barely have a left hand. If I score on you or if we beat you mm -hmm. in a game, it's game over. Like, there's been times at the – I know we've been in the wide. We're playing against, like, guys who are in college, going, like, JUCOs, alley D3s, alley-oops and stuff, and we still beat them, like, 15-10. That feels good. Oh, yeah. I love playing old-school basketball and yep. beating those people who are just, like, like – like, We should not win the game. No. You got oh, you, you got Josiah going down in the post, <laughs> backing a dude up, left-handed, and let's let's go on a six-five guy. It's, it shouldn't happen, but it happens all. The, it happens every Tuesday and Thursday. Josiah's like crosses up this guy somehow and lays it up. But it just feels. It's, I know what you're talking about. It just feels good. So I don't care if they're 14 yeah. years old. I don't care. Who cares? It's, it's competition. We got this summer. This summer we got summer camp. Yeah. Ultimate frisbee. Oh, I'm ready. It's over. About to start tryouts. Gonna tomorrow. win the basketball tournament, volleyball tournament. We're gonna win all the tournaments. All of it. We might Let's rig go. them, but we're still gonna win. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> what should what should we talk about? Um, let's talk about faithfulness. Oh, today. Um, I had this thought. Um, I think it's mostly younger generation, mostly our generation. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this necessarily applies to the older generations. 
Um, so if you're listening to to this podcast, bear with us, but there may be some things you can apply. Mm-hmm. Um, but this idea of like leaving too soon mm-hmm. or facing or hitting against a wall and quitting. And I think it's a timeless concept. Like this is a biblical concept. This is a leadership concept of like, man, I'm going to be faithful. Like they say, like when you start your career, like stay in that, like your first job for five years, Mm. like it helps your resume. It helps you go to the next ladder or where we're trying to go. But I think like that five year mark, how, how often do people leave before that first five years? All the time. Like, and it could be, it doesn't have to be, I know youth, youth pastor world is a little different. You know, it's like, Average timeline is like nine months, nine months of a youth pastor. And so I think that's a different, um, unique career, a little yeah. outlier. But I think within careers, whether it's, yeah, within careers, sports, teams, um, just hobby, like when is when is the time to quit and when's the time to keep going? And that's that's kind of what you, you we were saying yesterday yeah. is like, when is it okay to step away? Mm-hmm. And when is it not okay? Hmm. All right. Uh, I think one, I think it's real because I come from when people are talking about this, they're talking about my, my cult, Gen Gen Z, talking about Gen Z, even millennials, like, oh, they can't stick anything. Mm -hmm. They can't do anything long term. And yeah, I think some of that is embedded into like, into the generation maybe, but also think about the world that we've been surrounded by. Mm. It's easy to go to the next thing, the next thing. Yep. I just put my resume online. Someone can go look for it. There's websites. I can just throw it online. Yep. There's, you know, I can do, I can find anything. Um, I know you were talking about the idea of like, um, like the transfer portal, yep. like for college and for, <laughs> for, for, for football. Like I remember in high school, um, I was not the greatest football player. Uh, I think I'm sure I've said that before, but I, I, I just wanted to stay at the same high school. Yep. Love my team. I've always wanted to play at Lakes High School. Always wanted to play there. And as as we kind of like, you know, got older, some people weren't getting playing time. Mm-hmm. Some people weren't. And to me, it was it's a direct like, you're not putting in the work. Mm-hmm. And they would leave. And they would go to the next thing, go to the next school. And it's, you know, it's their decision, but they wouldn't stay around. They wouldn't stick around. And it's become a thing now is like yep. you go from here to here to here. And so if you've ever seen like a high school player that moves to a school and they can't play for a year, you know why? It's because they transferred. Because yep. they couldn't stick around. I wasn't getting mm. this. I wasn't getting that. Now, I think when it's okay to leave, is is it abusive? Mm. Like, are you getting, I mean, you getting cussed out all the time. Yep. You getting yelled at all the time. Um, are you, I think, are you unhealthy in a way where it's really going to take away yep. from the product? So. Again, again, our pro- product is a loose term, but like the product that you're trying to put yep. out, like, are you unhealthy? Yep. Like I've seen that in football or in sports or in anything where people are like, you know what? I'm going to take a year off. Yeah. I can't do it right now. Mental health, Mental physical health, health spiritual health. Exactly. If you're like, if your leg is broken or you're dying, like, yeah, t- like step away. But this is when it's not okay to leave. You have a hard day. Mm. And if you have a bad day, someone talked to you a little disrespectful. Yep. Someone came at you a little sideways. It's okay to talk about mm-hmm. it. But don't leave because nope. of that. Um, or if, hey, I don't like someone. Hmm. Okay, like, you don't like them. Again, if it's abusive, if it gets some type of way, yep. that's where I'm like, okay, there's some conversations that need to be had. Go up that ladder and have those conversations. But I think a lot of it is people don't want to have those hard conversations. Yep. So what can happen, I'm just going to use us as an example. Say you wronged me. And I go to someone else. I'm like, man, Josiah's tripping. Like, he's wilding. Like, you, you don't know what he said about me. But I never told you what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And now I leave and you had no chance to even try to mend 
what happened. And I go, unless what should happen is I go, hey, Joe, man, the way you said this, man, I know, like, we're boys, but, man, I did not like the way that came across. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. Now you know for next time, and then you can say, hey, this is why, this is why this happened, all those different things, and we get to a place of reconciliation. But I think so often people just leave because they had a bad day. Yep. Or they didn't like, they don't like this part. Do you think I like doing emails? Not a chance. <laughs> I do not like email. I don't think it's cute. I don't think it's fun. I don't like typing it in. I don't like none of it. Do not. When people email me, I like get mad. I get like visibly mad. It could be like the most innocent thing. Like, oh, hey, man. Jesus loves you. I'm like, no, stop emailing. That's hilarious. Um, Teams message. Ugh, can't do it. I don't like it. But it's a part any of any form of com- any professional form. communication. If you talk Hate to me, it. don't talk to me. DM, but go sh- for it. <laughs> I share all those things to say it's still a part of my job. I got to yep. do them. Yep. So I can't be like, I'm leaving because I don't like emails. Bro. Really? Yeah. Like, let's work on some of that. Let's grow on some of that stuff. So that's what I would say. I think it's okay to leave when it's abusive, when yep. it's wrong, when it's, you're unhealthy, maybe by yourself or those kinds of things. But man, I think sometimes we just leave because. Mm-hmm. We think the grass is greener on yep. the other side. Mm. And then we get to the other side and we're like, wait, I kind of like the grass over there. Yep. I kind of liked how that looked, but we've already left. So it's like, mm-hmm. no going back now kind of thing. Yeah. And I think even like, yeah, it's not okay to leave after a bad day. I would even say week. I mean, you could even say month. You could yeah. even say year. Like you could have like, I mean, COVID, like that's a bad year. It's like, oh, I'm going to quit my job. It's terrible. Everyone <laughs> had a bad year. Had a bad couple of years. <laughs> and so I think like yeah. that is very a loose term is like bad day, bad week, bad year. But yeah, if it is abusive, it if, if it is like affecting like your health on every spectrum, every level, then yeah, it's okay to leave. But I think a lot of times with like those bad days, bad months is like we're seeking fruit and we're not necessarily looking underneath the surface. Mm. Like we're not necessarily looking at how deep the roots are growing. Mm. And so I think like, man, like, we expect like if you just take a little seed and you put it in some soil, then you water and sunshine, all that stuff. You don't just like the next day, you're not like, oh, where's, where is it? Where is it? You don't see it for a couple of days. You don't see it for a couple of weeks until yeah. you see a little, little sprout. And I think like, that's just like life. Like we have to understand that the pain you're facing is like diving or diving the roots deeper and deeper into like your growth on every level. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we hear it all the time, but like, the deeper the roots, the better the fruit. Yep. And so I think we have to we have to fight our just our mentality, our like our soul in that where it's like, man, when I'm facing pain, I have to I have to picture the root. Hmm. I can't picture the lack of fruit, or else yeah, you're gonna you're gonna quit every time. You're gonna yep. give up. But just like, man, okay, if I'm facing pain, if I'm having a bad day, like, okay, my I'm just getting stronger and stronger <laughs> and stronger and stronger, and having the faith and the trust in God to believe. Something beautiful is going to grow out of this. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be next year. I don't know if it's going to be next month, five years from now. But I know what I'm facing. God's going to use it for good. Mm. And so I think we. it's easy to jump ship. It's easy to see the grass on the other side. It's easy to do those things. But the difficult thing, which is all, most most of the time the right thing to do, mm. is like just to stay. Yeah, Like, man, I'm just going to stay. And there's a lot I can learn just from faithfulness. Like, just faithfulness. Like, you may have done mediocre at your job you may have hated it every like but because you stayed for one year at this job you learned way more than just one month mm-hmm. way more than five months and then now you multiply that by like five years ten years 
Um, I just think there's, we miss so much beautiful fruit in our life and like so many, we miss the open doors opportunities because we leave too soon. Yeah. And it's like, when, when will it make sense to us? How many times do we have to leave and have it not work out till we understand that, man, I, I got to stay here. Like, mm-hmm. I just gotta, I just gotta make, build roots, build community and like try to outlast the pain, outlast the hurt for a little bit and see if like, man, what God says in the scripture is true. Yeah. That's, and I think, let me know what you think about, like, I think sometimes we create a narrative mm. that may not exist, mm. right? So I, I'm, I'm just thinking an idea of like higher up. So people around us will, will say, well, they don't care. Well, they don't know. Well, they don't hear. Okay, maybe, but maybe they don't know where you're coming from. Yeah. They don't know where you're at. So we create a narrative. I'm, I mean, obviously I'm talking about high school, like it's teenagers, but man, so much in high school, like the coach doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. Okay, like that's maybe true sometimes, but a lot of times, I promise you, it's not true. Yeah, they're just a coach. Yep, and coaches are jerks sometimes. Yeah. They're gonna push you. They're gonna push you. They're gonna stretch you. They're gonna like, and that's okay. But I think so. I think so often we just hop out because we create these we create these narratives in mm-hmm. our mind. Well, I could do better here, and then you get there, and it's like, oh, I don't actually think mm-hmm. I can do, and. I think you're right. There, there's there's such a there's such a process in staying in the hard things. You know, we can talk about it. Like, like we we were talking about working out just earlier. Like when you work out, you don't go, man, I felt mm-hmm. great after that workout because it wasn't hard. No, you go, mm-hmm. man, I worked today. I worked today, man. I yeah. was sore. Right. I remember I started as I, one of our like our guys, Matthew. Yeah. Uh we got him big. Got him big so he's bigger than me now. And <laughs> Uh man, the first couple of days he was like, Man, I'm sore. Man, it hurts. Man, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I said, Good. Yep. Like, what what you mean good? I'm like, that's how it's supposed to feel. Mm-hmm. I said, man, if you felt like nothing hurt right after that workout, I would question like mm-hmm. if I'm helping you out. Cause then guess what happened? Four months down the road, that workout, the same workout yep. where he was like, This is hard, he was like, This is too easy. Okay, let's bump it up. We're going, mm-hmm. we're going to advance now. Yep. Oh man, this hurts. Good. All right, let's bump it up. Add more weight. All this stuff. But here's the thing. A lot of people, I, I'm using the gym analogy now and I'm expanding it, but a lot of people, they go to the gym and they just lift the same weight every single time. And mm-hmm. then they're saying, why am I not getting better? Why am I not growing? Yep. Are, you, are, you, are you actually putting yourself yeah. in a bad place? And it, let's use like, and then if we go super practical with it, like in the, in the idea of, okay, you get called out at this place. You get corrected. You get all these things. Like, use it. Yeah. Use it to get better. Yeah. And here's the thing. If you go to different place, to place, to place, to place, to place, the issue may not be the place. Mm. The issue may be you. You. That's true in relationships. Yep. That's true. I believe it's Hello. true in jobs. It's true in anything. If you're going from spot to spot to spot to spot <laughs> and it ain't working... <laughs> There's only one factor, <laughs> controlled variable, and that's you. So maybe you got some stuff to work yeah. on. But I think, and we know it's true, we'll, we'll force everything on everyone else. Yeah. Man, they don't got it together. They need to fix it. And I want you guys to know, like, I'm walking through this. Like, yeah. I do this a lot. They need to figure out. I know what I'm doing. Come on. You know, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but that person, tripping. I got some stuff to work on. The number yeah. one job where I learned... 
way to get better was I worked at a, uh, uh, like a t-shirt, yep. like a t-shirt spot, printing t-shirts. I'm like, I'm supposed to be out here preaching the gospel. You got me printing t-shirts. <laughs> my favorite job I've ever had. And I love what I do right now. Yep. But the reason it was my favorite job is because it was hard. Mm-hmm. My boss did come to me like, hey, you're not going fast enough. Go faster. Yo, and I'm like, okay, come on. okay. <laughs> it's like, come you on. know, you work yep. too. Like, he's like, hurry up. We don't do it that way. Yep. And I was like, I've never had, I've never mm-hmm. had someone push me like this. Yeah. And so now when I get to a place where maybe I have a bad day at work or have a hard time with someone at work, I can go, nah, I'm going to just, I'm going to push through. I'm going to get better in that. Because mm-hmm. there's been days where I've been like, hey, yo, y'all wild. Yep. I've seen this before and I see the fruit at the end of it. We actually all get better mm-hmm. when we do it that way. Yeah. But so many people just want peace. I'm out. Yep. Okay. For what? Like, and to me, I don't like wasted time. I don't know about you. I don't like wasted time. No. And so I feel like if I go through all the work to get to a spot, to get to a place and all that stuff, and I just leave the first time it gets hard. I, I think I feel like I wasted my time. Yep. Yeah. That, that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. I think to get, to bring another analogy we were talking about earlier, but like play tennis this morning and after I beat the guy, hello, <laughs> talk about being competitive. Um, but it's like, um, what was I going to say? So I beat the guy and he said, oh, so you play the long game. And I was like, yep. He's like, oh, I play the short game. Try to get the wins. I was like, yeah, that's where you miss it. Mm. It's like, it's like, yeah, in tennis, but also in life. It's like, you got to play the long game. Like, I mean, there was a rally where it was like we were not hitting good shots. Like yeah. no one was trying to win the point. It was just like, let me just try to get this ball over the net. Boom, boom, boom. Over and over. I'm like, I literally had this idea. I was like, man, I'm just going to swing it as hard as I can. Just try to get him off his balance and, and win the point. But I was like, nah, don't do it. And I keep hitting back and forth, back and forth. And he's just giving me a little soft hit, <laughs> soft hit, soft. I'm like, bro, like hit, like actually hit the ball. At me. Yeah. And I just like, okay, whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to outlast him. Uh, then he tries to hit it as hard as he can, go straight into the net mm. and win the point. And I think like how often do we do that in life mm. where it's like, yeah, we're in this long rally, whatever. It could be a relationship, could be work, whatever. We're in this rally back and forth, yeah. but you don't see that you won the point yet. And so you try to swing hard. Mm. You miss, you get hurt. Someone yells at you, whatever. And you're like, okay, it didn't work. Yeah. I'm out. But it's like, we got it. We got to play the long game. And I think like the, there has to be a, a sense of work ethic too. Like, I know work ethic isn't everything. And I know, like, toxic masculinity, masculinity, (laughs) (laughs) toxic masculinity can, like, that's real. That's a real thing. Like, oh, yeah, just work hard, just grind, like, all that stuff. There's unhealthy habits with that. But I do think work ethic is healthy. Mm -hmm. And I was always taught this, like, growing up in, in sports. I mean, we were both sports guys. But, like, hard work, like, outlasts talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yep. And so you can, like, be successful in life. Like a lot of times by just outlasting people with your work ethic. Yep. Like there's so many talented people, talented youth pastors, talented musicians, talented politicians, teachers, whatever. It's like, but you don't necessarily see all of those come to light or yep. see the fruit of it because they were outworked or they were outlasted by someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's that's real. Cause I I've tried a lot of different avenues in my life <laughs> when I was younger. Cause I like as I was growing up. Obviously, the internet existed, but like as I was growing up, technology just kept going up. Yeah, like a lot of a lot of times, it was like very slow. Like everything just happened before I knew it. I was like, "Oh, cool! Like I can you could put on a pair of glasses and see like like a mm. screen. Like that's crazy. Like technology is just is rising." And so 
I remember I would try so much stuff, man. I tried to rap. I tried to do all these things. I tried to, uh, I tried to do a YouTube channel. I tried to, man. I tr- I tried a Christian club. I tried to stream. I tried. Yep. I tried to do all these different things. Um, and you know what I realized? I wasn't really to work that hard. Mm. So it's not gonna work. And you're trying to get big. Yeah. at all of those. Like, yeah, I was trying to get big. Yep. It's cool. And I realized like we're streaming. Like if I stream again, it's just fun. Yeah, I'm not trying to get big. Yo, I honestly had fun streaming Yo. to people like that. And so when I realized that hard, like I realized I wasn't willing to work as hard as the best people in that area. Mm. Why am I not that great? At, like I'm good at basketball. I'm not great yep. at basketball. Why? I wasn't willing to do the work. Yep. I wasn't willing to do it. So I didn't get good at it. But see me on, see me on the ultimate Frisbee. I was willing to keep working. <laughs> like trying to throw like this is the hardest thing in the world. Yep. Every time I throw it, people are like, how do you do that? Man, I had to throw it. Uh, like, I literally have that thought. Every hun- time I see you throw that, like on a Sunday <laughs> night, I'm like, how does he do that so good? Hundreds of times, though. I threw it and went boom, 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 again and again and again. And I could have done the same thing I've done with a lot of different things. But I'm out. But I just kept going with it. And I'm pretty good at that part now. And so I, I think you're right. It's just we hop out when we're not good at something. And are you willing to do that hard work? You know how they say like 10,000 hours? Mm. It's like, they say like 10,000 hours it takes, right? I think it's 10,000 hours of mastery. Like you do, you put 10,000 hours into something and you've mastered it. You've become a pro. Right? You've become good at it. And it's like, again, is that number perfect? Probably not. But it's it's probably true. I don't know how long 10,000 hours is in like years and yep. days or whatever. But, um, but put in that, are you willing to put in that work? Anything before, let's be real. So before you even get into the place where you want to leave, maybe we need to think before you even get there, are you willing to put in the time? Are you willing to put in the 10,000 hours? Wow. Are you willing to do that stuff? Dang. I think we've talked about this before, but I look at a lot of different things in my life as like a craft. Mm-hmm. Like, think people can make fun of it, but I think of like as youth pastoring as a craft. Yep. There's a way I do it that I believe not a lot of people will do it. There's a way you do it that that I don't do it. And I think it's... Am I constantly working on that? And for how do how do I work on my craft? Well, I gotta talk to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Gotta go to church. Gotta do these different things. Gotta hang out with people. Gotta be close to my wife. Like these are the different things that I have to do to work on my craft. Um, but some people aren't willing to work on it. And then like, how do I get? Why do I get better? I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't work on right. So there's there's the laziness. There's the oh sorry that word is aggressive to people. But sometimes <laughs> like there's the there's a there's a not wanted to do it. And but then I think also it's like you just I want to be great, but you just don't get to great by just wanting to do something. You, yeah. I was watching a video. You seen that dribbling Jimmy Butler video? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Whoa, dribbling a ball like a child, sweating, does. just like a child yeah. does. Like that's what you learn in the beginning yep. of basketball is that fast dribbling drill. He's a multi-millionaire, one of the be- best player on the Heat, yep. one of the best players in the league. He's still doing this drill. Yep. Working on his craft. Dang. With some dude who doesn't even look like he's good at basketball. Yep. He is, but he doesn't look like it, but he's learning from him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just think faithfulness is so key because um, it proves who we are. And, mm-hmm. it, and it's who our God is. Yep. It's really who our who our God is and, and who we're called to be. But we're so willing to hop out. We're not mm-hmm. willing to do the work to get yeah. better, to get better. If you've started in a role, you're probably not good at it right yeah. now. That's okay. Don't leave. Stay. Yeah. Stay. Um, I forgot who it was, but there was a speaker that said, what would that place look like 
if you weren't there. Hmm. If you didn't, if you, if you were as good as you want to be, what would it look like if you weren't there? Yeah. And I think sometimes we have to think about that, hmm. that question is, are you willing to, um, are you willing to get better at it and help that place get mm-hmm. better? It may not yeah. get to the place you want it to be. Yep. It may not get totally 100%. But, man, what if you weren't here? I think yep. about that sometimes. Yep. Like, man, like, if I wasn't a part of my family, what would what would Dang. be the what would be the break apart? Right? There's been times wow. I've wanted to leave. Like, wow. y'all crazy. I'm out. And so I just think so often we, we, we might even think a little too selfish, too. Yeah. Oh, it's just about me. Mm-hmm. Nah, your decision yep. could impact people. Yep. Think about that. So I know it's uh, the other day we were talking about Literally yesterday, we we're talking about adults don't like to adults don't like real or adults don't like to be called out. That's yeah. what we, we were talking about. And it kind of like it hit me. I don't know. I have no idea why, but it's just like it clicked. I was like, yes, that's it. And I think a lot of times like like we haven't built that muscle or we haven't built the capacity for real. We haven't built the capacity for transparency. We haven't built the capacity for being called out on yeah. stuff. And continue to stick in it and get better in the things we're called out on. Mm-hmm. It's like we're called out on one thing and then we get a breakdown. Uh, then we try to come back the next day and uh, then get called out on another thing. It's like, man, I can't do anything right. And it's like, like we're looking so much at ourselves and beating ourselves up instead of thinking like, okay, because I didn't get it right, how did it affect other people? And how t- can I get it right so I can make a bigger impact mm-hmm. with other people? Yeah. Like getting outside the selfish mentality. Um but I think that's a that's a huge thing when it takes like, or here's a question for you: like, if you're someone who's thinking about leaving um, because of criticism, like, how do you take criticism when people will call you out? Like, how do you take that and build from it? Uh, that's <laughs> I I used to I used to run away from criticism, so like when I would speak, I would just leave because I'm like I don't want no one to tell me how I did. Mm. Um, and then I realized like I'm not the best at what I'm doing. Yeah. So for me, a lot of it's speaking. I think I'm a pretty good speaker, but there's something I can always grow in. Mm-hmm. And so the way I take criticism is one, like you have who you don't have to take criticism from everybody. I think it's a big thing. That's good. But here's the thing. If you have something to tell me that I need to get better at, you are my supervisor. Like, and you like, I see you as a big bro. So that, that's a voice that I'm going to trust no matter what. Mm-hmm. So I can't go, nah, la, la, don't tell me nothing, Josiah. No, because I've, <laughs> I've made you a trusted voice in my yep. life. So I can't get mad at you now when you do call me out on mm-hmm. those things. And so we make trusted voices. They say, hey, there's, here's something you can get better in. And then we, oh, well, forget you. Like, you, you don't know me. You don't know those kinds of things. And so I think the way I take it is I don't take it personal. I, I really, I, yeah. I do my best not to take that's things really personal. Good. Um, and I used to a lot, like there'd be times like I'm playing games and someone says like, do this. I'm like, oh, you don't know me, bro. But it's like, <laughs> why am I taking it? Call per- of duty. Yeah. <laughs> why am I taking it personal? It's a game or like they're trying to help me get better. And I, we, 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 put, so we true. take things so yeah. personal. We put them on and we disqualify. I think, I think le- even less than our actions disqualifying mm-hmm. us sometimes, we just disqualify ourselves because mm-hmm. we're not actually willing just to get better at it. Yeah. And so I, I just try not to take on, <laughs> I try not to take on offense in that. Yeah. I try not to be like, oh, it doesn't, because you're trying to help me get better. Yeah. I know you. Yeah. If Julius calls me out, that's my wife. Mm-hmm. Of course she can call me yeah. out on what I need to be called out on. That's my wife. Mm-hmm. She can say anything. Um, but there's, there's some voices also, as I think there's some people who just 
try to criticize. So we would try to lift up. Mm. Like I always learned in coaching, you compliment, you call out, compliment again. Yep. I still think that works to this day. Come on. Right? Compliment sandwich. Compliment sandwich. Let's go. Hey, you did great. Think about this. But honestly, hey, you're you're doing you're doing good. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every time. And it it works. Yep. People people that I have had to correct. Yep. Um, they've gone, oh, okay, cool. Instead of like, man, you're the worst. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. So I'm just like, do are are you willing to take on criticism without putting it on, right? So if someone says you failed, don't say I'm a failure. Mm. Don't do that. Say I messed up at this one part. Yeah. How can I get better? Hey, you didn't do this well when you were speaking. You're not a bad speaker. Mm-hmm. You just this one aspect you have Yo. to get better on. Sports, anything like Yo. that. So I just try not to personalize it. Yeah. It is personalized, but I try not to take it as a personal offense. That's good. Awesome. Well, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. I think for to close, like yeah. if you're that person who is like on the brink of quitting, like our encouragements hang in there. Mm-hmm. Like if it's abusive, if it's like destroying your health as a human being, yeah, like let pr- be prayerful about what's the next journey, that's the next season. Um, but if not, like hang in there, like you got this, like Mm -hmm. you can do it. And there's fruit on the other side. There's a brighter day ahead. Like God's mercies are new every single morning and get through today one day at a time, one step at a time. And we got you. God's got you. Um, hang in there. One thing, like ask questions. So if you're confused on it, ask some questions. Hey, where are we going? Hey, what's this Mm. mean? Hey, what do you mean by that? No. No one ever got hurt. Oh, okay, that's not 100% true. But if you're trying to figure out and get clarity on things, you're not going to get hurt by asking a question. Mm-hmm. She might actually get a better answer. Yeah. And you might, oh, okay, cool. This is something yeah. I can stick around in. And realize it's not abusive. Yep. It's just I didn't know what was going on. Dang. So I think we got to do um, an episode. I know we did that series for the youth ministry called You Asked For It. But we got to do an episode on like asking questions. Mm-hmm. Have we done an episode on that? Before? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think we did listening, but we didn't do yeah. questions. We got to do one where it's about asking questions, and then we got to do rapid fire questions Ooh. to each other. Okay. Go, go, go. Get spicy up it's be awesome. <laughs> Let's go. Um, well, thank you guys yeah. for listening to The Collab. Uh, make sure rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Spotify. Like on Spotify. Everything. Share it with your friends on Instagram. Um, we love you guys. Thank you for your support. Comment everything. We want to grow. We want to get better, but share it with your friends. Let's go. Peace.